0: Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Unapologetic at 50. I am your host, Sharon Fields. This is an uncapped community discussing real life issues. In your 50s, you have the right to say, I have no time for games. Never regretting the past or apologizing for wanting a better future. Join me and special guests as we discuss topics and provide tools to navigate our midlife challenges. As always, I just want to thank everyone that is tuning in today. You are greatly appreciated. I am so excited about my guest today. She is just fire. I mean, she is amazing. Her life journey is a testimony in itself. And I am so glad that she is willing to come today and talk to us and share her life journey. It is amazing. But before we do all of that, let me tell you how we were actually introduced by a friend who told me um, about community work that she was doing in Newark. And you guys know, born and raised Brick City. So anything that I can, you know, support, I definitely wanted to do. And I went there after we briefly met online or through an email, actually. And I went there and had the opportunity to speak to her. And from the time that I walked through the door, she gave me a hug and was like, okay, now you go over there and you stand over there and you take <laughs> care of that. And you got that. I mean, everything was on fire, okay? We were moving from day one and I was saying, uh-oh. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. <laughs> she was like, you want to handle the door, you go. Over There, you had the door, and then this other person was coming over there. I was like, huh? But you know what? (laughs) It was the most beautifulest thing that I ever saw because it was so many people that were getting together for the cause, and it was something that was definitely needed. Um, you know, and when you're putting together events and things of that nature, anything can happen, but it was just like complete flow if something wasn't there that was supposed to be you may do and created something else there was never a moment that you gave up like you was like we are in it we're gonna make this happen one way or another <laughs> sherry you get up there on that chair i was like oh that chair. <laughs> I was like,
1: okay. You're making me sound kind of scary.
0: No, it it wasn't at all. It wasn't at all. And I have to tell you this, because of that, you made me want to do more. So I just want to say thank you for that. Thank you for being you, because that's who you are. That's what you do. And who you were doing it for, you truly, truly blessed them. And I saw it all over the children's face, their parents. I mean, a blessing is what you are. So thank again, you. thank you very much. And to everyone that is listening to the episode, I want to introduce you to my sister friend, Rashida Sawyer. Hi, thank Rashida.
1: Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Man, I'm sitting here listening to you like, hold up. I don't know if you're going to think I'm a good person. <laughs> I sound kind of bossy. (laughs) No, but it was, it it, it was, it was all love. And I was happy to meet you in in that type of arena because it really is where I, where I feel that I'm, I'm, I'm myself, I'm, you know, serving in the community and, and, and I truly believe that it's a calling on my life. And, you know, I'm just happy to have met people like yourself and just tons and tons of volunteers over the past five plus years um, with serving the, the families that were displaced in Newark. So, you know, thank you for having me. Thank you for thinking of me for this.
0: Absolutely. From day one, I was like, because <laughs> she definitely has a story to tell. And I, I believe in my heart, like I said to you, your story is going to heal someone else. So they need to hear it. Um, I don't know I how that. much you want to share because you have a lot to share. Um, we spoke about this before and you are like, won't stop. Can't stop, (laughs) never stop.
1: (laughs) Even when I want want to stop, (laughs) look up and I'm still going. Like, what? Still going,
0: going, (laughs) still going. And I am just
1: by God's grace. There it is.
0: Truly amazed by it. Thank you for all the things that you do. But I just want to jump in and wherever you feel led to start with your story then go ahead.
1: Well Sharon again thank you for having me and I'm glad that you gave you know that as the preface of this conversation because you know community work or community outreach is definitely you know something that has been kind of like just burning in me from, um, from before I really knew what that, what that burning meant, what that passion meant. I think, you know, even coming from, you know, a family of a single mom and watching my mother do work in the community as well. And, and, and being a missionary, she was, you know, a local missionary, she would go to hospitals and all these things. And as a child, just watching her, I think that that she passed it on. So just that love for people, And I I strongly feel like a lot of what I do is just off the premise of I just want to treat people the way that I would want to be treated in whatever circumstance I'm in. And I've been in quite a few. (laughs) So, you know, God has allowed me to see some really trying um, seasons in my life that um, I think gives me just a connection to be able to understand people from a different standpoint. So, you know, what you were talking about early, we never called it by name, but we were talking about the, the volunteerism that we were doing at the New York YMCA. Mm-hmm. Through my church, the Life Christian Church, um, through an outreach ministry volunteer effort called the New York Y Birthday Club. And it kind of started off as, you know, giving birthday club, birth, sorry birthday parties, celebrations to the kids that are, you know, living there. A lot of people don't know it. They think, oh, YMCA, you got a gym and, you know, you got a swimming pool and, You know, you go there for camp or whatever, but this particular YMCA has 260 beds that houses, um, you know, families, singles. We have some, you know, independent adults who are kind of like in between or whatever. I've been blessed to be able to serve them by providing birthday parties and other special events just to kind of like give them that escape. Escape from, you know, that day to day that they're living. A lot of them, you know, a lot of people like to assume why someone is homeless, but you can't. There are so many reasons. Any one of us, any one of us could be homeless at any time. And um, Any time. Paycheck anytime. to 20- paycheck. Isn't that what they say? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it it took me a while for it to, to click, but 20 years ago, they, they were me. I was them. Okay. You know, I myself was living in a um, homeless shelter in Brooklyn, not a YMCA, but it was the Salvation Army and you know, just having that, that, that understanding and know, knowledge of, Hey, you know, these are people that can't say, Hey, my, 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 my kid's birthday is, you know, Saturday or whatever, come over, right? you know, let's have some cake and, you know, stuff like that, you know, um, they can't do that. So it's, it's, it's a small gesture. It, was, it started out as a very small gesture that I was following. I was standing on the, the shoulders of um, someone else who actually passed it to me, but, you know, it was a small gesture. And then God just began to like, speak to me and, and, and try to think of other ways to serve those families. And it grew to other events like, you know, Easter egg hunts. And we did, we, we, someone just texted me actually today to talk about the fact that we're missing Summer Splash because of COVID-19. Right. We, we would normally be out in the parking lot with the kids, the wet Yes. And, and then next month would be my favorite thing. So just, you know, for, to, to put together like a little store boutique, but um, to shop for donated.
0: Right. I remember that from last year. And, and Everything hmm
1: yes yes and in all of those 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 instances it's more than just an event you know somebody might look at it and say oh you know you're an debt planner or something like that no it's not really an event it's really just showing love it's really just trying to find a way to show people love in an unconventional way sometimes it's not all about how much money you have right. or what you can donate but sometimes it's just about your time and I can say that Every single time that we've met with these families, you know i've always seen the gratitude i've always seen just the you know just the pure appreciation to just yes. be like, "Wow, you guys went above and beyond for us." That particular experience, although we're we've been on a hiatus this year, really, really called to me and began to speak to me about my role. In life. And I don't know if you want me to tell it or you want to tell it, but you know, um, well, we'll, we'll, the segue yeah. <laughs> of my life. The, I, just the, that, <laughs> I just wanted to say that
0: I just wanted to say, you know, I, I have to be honest in saying that I always knew that the why was there because I didn't grow up too far from there. I grew up on Orange Street. So the Y was walking distance. Right. And we did go to different programs like summer camps and things that they had there, but yeah. never really thinking about the families that live there. Yep. So now yep. when I came there to volunteer, I'm like, we, we, we all need to do better. You know what I'm saying? Because we're from these areas and these communities and we don't really know. So for a minute, I was like, Sharon, like, where have you been? But then I had to stop and say, you know what? I can't do anything about the past, but I can definitely change what I do in the future. Absolutely. So again, I thank you for giving me that opportunity to do that. And you are correct. Every single person there was so thankful, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. to see the children, the smiles that were on their faces, their parents, you know, grandparents, it was just a beautiful, amazing thing. And, you know, um, knowing that it's not just something that you do once a year, you do it multiple times. It's a birthday club. So you make sure, (laughs) you know, that no child is left out. And that yeah. was another thing because you made sure that you had additional gifts for people that showed up that had a child.
1: You know, there was something for everyone. Yeah, and, and I and I say again, I I can't take credit for the idea because I was standing on the shoulders of someone who started the whole and her name is Sandy and um, I had met Sandy like once, kid you not. And that's a that's a story in and of itself. But um, <laughs> this was all her 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 dream and her concept to, to 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 think of the children and to make sure that hey, some of these kids that's all they're getting is that right. one gift that you're bringing. And Sandy was phenomenal, and 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 she you know she heard the voice of God telling her it's time to pass the torch, and she did that. And you know, as time progressed, I began to have some really, really, really um dedicated, um, volunteers who came Mm -hmm. alongside me and, you know, there was no Rashida, honestly, you know, I may have been the leader, but you know, the volunteers, you guys all, you know, just stepped in and just always made it a memorable experience for these families and also allowing me to, 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 to boss y'all a little bit. You go over there, you go over there, sit down over there, go to the front door, hold that door, we're not ready for them to open it yet. <laughs> Terrible, somebody caught me on videotape and, and when, when I'm like down to the, to the wire and I'm like, it's time to start. And I was like, oh God, please don't post that. <laughs> because it was
0: you was like all right all right let's let's get into prayer we got we got a few more minutes left come on but that was another thing it did not matter what was going on there was always prayer there was prayer in the beginning and there was prayer in the end and Mm -hmm. I just love that and then you was like all right two minutes everybody
1: (laughs) Uh, my famous we got five minutes can we do this (laughs) (laughs) We got yes, can. We can. We it?
0: <laughs> and we did it. Jesus. We did yeah. it. And I yeah. know that you have done it time and time again. So With pleasure. With I, pleasure. I, I can't say enough um, how much I really appreciate it. But then something else happened. And that's mm-hmm. where we're going to go now. Okay? Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> we went to an event in New York. Do you remember that? We went there for a show and um, we went to the show and we came back and you were talking. And again, you blew my mind because you were just like, (laughs) you know, I I asked God, I'm waiting on God and he just showed up and I heard it, you know what I mean? And I'm going to be obedient. And I was like, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
1: Yeah, that crazy, crazy Rashida.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing crazy about it, my dear. I was in the back of that car and there was a point that I did get silent. And I was silent because I was just feeling so emotional because I was like, here she is. You know what I'm saying? And she put that out there. I asked the question and I waited for the answer. And then I moved, right? You moved and fast forward. Here we are. You are baking. You are baking. Oh, look. That is, girl, you going to have me. Oh, my
1: And it's not even for birthdays. It's like for everything. Baked, right. baked for life. It's baked for, for
0: life. Everything. So tell Ooh. us about that. Now, you have to clarify. Is that a pivot? Did you switch? Or like... What what is going on? Because your abilities are like my name is Sharon, so I wear the S, but I'm about to give it to you.
1: No, no. People say that a lot. They say, "Oh, you must be Superwoman." Nope, it's just Jesus plus coffee. Love <laughs> it. So, <laughs> Jesus plus coffee—that's how I get to the day. But um, so 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 yeah, you, you could say it was a pivoted, pivot, pivot. <laughs> I'm <laughs> quoting Ross from Friends. Pivot. <laughs> but for um, <laughs> those who catch that phrase, but um, it was a strong pivot. Um, to you know, just to give your listeners a little bit of a backstory. So, when Sharon and I met, you know I was still working a day job while I was volunteering at the Newark Hawaii. and i really I really felt that that volunteerism, that role as a leader um, for the volunteers was speaking to me and and that I was called to do something community based. I'd always known that I had, that, that God had intended more for me and that God had wanted me to do more. I just never knew what it was. Right. And quite honestly, I, I, I was a doer for, for many years, I would, you know, do with other people and, you know, people would say, oh, you know, like I would join a team and people say oh, you're, you know, you're, you're a natural leader. And being a part of someone else's team, I would go, oh no, 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 no. So-and-so is a leader. I'm not stepping on any toes. You know, I'm just trying to do whatever I see that needs to be done. And that's, right. you know, that's been the, my way of going, but God allowed me to actually, he elevated me, you know, and it's always better when God elevates you instead of you trying to elevate yourself. Mm, he right. elevated me to that leader position where, you know, the previous leader said, Hey, God is telling me to pass the torch to you. And in that role, I was able to really, really explore my, you know, my leadership skills. And, um, just the, the call of the community was just heavy on me, but I just, it was abstract. Right. Okay. I just didn't know what that looked like. And you know, I was working as a trademark paralegal twenty years in a game, secure, as some folks would say, mm-hmm. quote unquote secure, right? Stable. <laughs> Paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I had a paycheck come in every first and 15th or whatever the the payroll was. And I began to, you know, I was praying to God and I was, I was quiet for a while, probably in like late 2018, probably fall 2018. I was quiet. And I was just like, really just like, God, I I know you're speaking to me. I just don't know what you're trying to say. Mm -hmm. Let me just be quiet and, 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 and let this come through. And, um, In early 2019, in January, God began to, you know, speak to me and tell me, you know, it's time for you to quit your job. Okay. And I was literally like, "That was a liar." I was quote scriptures, "Get behind me, Satan." (laughs) (laughs) You know, like I don't know what this is. That's some foolishness. You know, and just I just I I wouldn't I wouldn't accept it because it sounded so crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, like quit my job. Like first of all, I've 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 written resumes for people. I've you know I've, I've I've given them tips on interviews and all these things. I've given them career tips and I've told people, listen, you never quit your job until you mm-hmm. know exactly what you're getting. Ready now to. you're called to do. Like, it. Okay, you tell me. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, uh huh. Snooze. <laughs> snooze that snooze that more like off you know I just felt led to listen to talking okay. and I randomly found this this audio I don't even know the name of the preacher but this audio this this preacher this reverend he was talking and everything that he was saying was basically what I had been hearing in my you know in, in the back of my mind or rather you know tapping in my in, in my um in my subconscious to to move forward it was mm-hmm. time for me to close this door in my life and just to backtrack a little bit the career that I was in it was never really a dream of mine per se it was something that I did when my boys were younger because right. you know our generation I'm not gonna give away my age but <laughs> this a is lot unapologetic us, you know we take <laughs> I ain't 50 yet. I ain't 50 yet, but I'm approaching. But, but, but listen, so, you know, a lot of us have taken on careers and jobs that were a means to an end, you right. know? And when, when I was younger with my boys, I was a single mom and I had to provide for them. And I took this career so that I would have a way of being able to do that. It was never a dream of mine, though. It was just, like I said, a means to an end. So fast forward back to God speaking to me, I was already tired of that career, to be honest. And it became very, very, very stressful for me emotionally and mentally just really stressful for me and it, it wasn't something that I was like oh I don't want to leave this job because I love it so much to be honest you know but it was like this is my stable paycheck right. this is how I'm paying you know my bills or whatever you know so you're telling me to you know leave this is like really like really flying out of a, a plane yeah, without, without a, power a parachute, parachute. Or jumping out of a plane without a parachute. Yeah, right. So, so long story short, you know, I felt that call so heavily that I couldn't ignore it. And so that very day, I quit my job. And to be honest, I did not know on that day what. I was supposed to do exactly. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what God's plan was for me, but I did know that it was God's plan. I did know that he was leading me to something else. And it was, it was a total faith move. It was a total faith move. I quit my job and I gave them a day's notice. Like (laughs) talk about, yeah. Talk about some gangster moves, (laughs) right? Like drop the (laughs) mic, I quit. No, it wasn't like that. It was a lot scarier than that. But you know, you know, I, I left and I didn't turn back as time progressed, um, and it wasn't a whole lot of time. Um, but just in the coming months, I began to bake because it was something that I had did previously to raise, like do a fundraiser and people okay. were having asking me, you know, Hey, you know, can you, can you sell some more of those cakes those cheesecakes? And I was like, I don't do that anymore. You know, I'm working. I don't have time to be hustling up to these little, you know, little $25 cakes or whatever you want to call it. Then I wasn't working. And I was like, okay, you want this cake? <laughs> you still want this cake? <laughs> you know and, and and i began to do that and i began to do that with the um with the intentions of just you know just trying to help my household you know to 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 pay towards the bills and stuff like that and i knew that i wanted to do something in the community so i said 10% of all you know proceeds will go towards something community based And then God began to speak with me and put people in in my, in my path that began to tell me about social entrepreneurship and, you know, everything, everything that was being said to me was like totally falling into line with it. And so the whole business was born from that. So I I quit January and March 15th, um, started my own business.
0: I love it. Well, you know what? God is never going to give us anything that's incomplete anyway. He gives it to us when we're able to receive it and the right timing, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm so glad that you did stay true to that. And you did mention something. You said the position that you were in before was because of financial reasons. It wasn't something Mm -hmm. that you loved. And majority of us are in that predicament because we got bills to pay. You know what I mean? And you stay in that a lot longer than you Mm -hmm. want to. And in some cases, a lot longer than you should. Right,
1: right, right. And so I'm, I'm definitely grateful to God for pulling me out of that because I probably would still be there to be honest I probably would still be there had God not kind of like pulled me so strongly and and going completely against what I teach my own children right so like my you know my, I have two adult boys now and and, and my daughter who's 15. I'm always pushing for up. do what makes you happy mm. follow your passion and you know try to figure out what that is and try to make it make it work for you and I think that you know our next generation, they're really blessed to to, to have that, you know, but our generation, a lot of us were just worker bees, Mm -hmm. you know, we were just, we were just doing what we, what we we could do and felt like we had to do. But at this point of approaching 50, it's like, okay, for me, even, even when I was approaching 40, I began to realize that I had lived my entire life for everyone else but me. Mm. Right. And more importantly, doing everything else, um, that I needed to do and not really asking God what he wanted me to do or what he needed me to do. And I think that, I think that he allowed me to, to, to to do the things that I did because that's what I did need to do at that time. Mm -hmm. But I was definitely onto a place in my life where I needed to do his work and I needed to do, you know, take those passions and take those, you know, those, those skills that he had given me and those experiences to take, take me on to the next chapter or rather the opening the next book because right. the chapter is gone from all, all that other stuff
0: <laughs> so now tell yeah. us <laughs> you touched on it a little bit in reference to the mm-hmm. baking now give mm-hmm. us the full name because i'll, I'll mess that mm-hmm. up too but <laughs> <laughs> hey why so she you gotta name, give so me name, a
1: puzzle a puzzle it's not a puzzle so the name of the business is she's Cakes and things. Okay, and the name actually comes from a combination of my name and my specialty with making cheesecakes. And I can't take credit. Two of my kids named it, and I know that it was God, God, God God-given because they both said the same name and they weren't even in the same state when they said it and didn't hear the (laughs) other one. Yeah. So cheesecakes and things, and and. You know the the, the short term goal of, of of the business is to not just providing you know um, desserts and providing for people uh, food of substance is also f- to fulfill is to fulfill a need in the community. So you know COVID nineteen happens, get over it. We all we all we all got to deal with it. But the um, the short term goal is to have a shop. Okay. Um, and that shot would employ people who, you know, who are usually come from less than perfect backgrounds. You know, you have people that are at risk teens. You have folks that have been incarcerated have to check out that box saying, you know, this is this is this is a part of my past. And they, you know, lose opportunities when, in fact, you know, a lot of them are are more loyal and more, you know, dedicated and hardworking than yes. others because they really appreciate that That's chance. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that is that is the the short term goal. Well, the short term goal is to become more lucrative, but <laughs> <laughs> I kid, sort of. Um, <laughs> but um, to have a shot where I can have these employees to to be able to give them a chance at becoming you know vital in in their own communities, and then eventually having a nonprofit, which I did have a nonprofit idea a while back, but that's a story in and of itself. But this nonprofit. Concept would be that the for profit business, cheesecakes and things, would have this beneficiary, and the beneficiary would then receive funds to help. With, with, with classes for right. say like resume writing, nice. job readiness and financial education and things of that nature. And then the, the, the vision, the, 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 the further vision, and I said this to my daughter and she was like, ma, you for real? Listen, when God gives your vision, it is big. So the big vision is this is gonna be a franchise. And okay. this, is going to, this is going to be nationwide. And, and, and I want this to be something that serves various communities across the nation doing the same model okay employing employing those who are you know who are def, you know definitely overlooked you know often overlooked and then having their beneficiary having the the, um, the non-profit side of things in that particular community or surrounding communities, whereas there are classes and, 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 and funds provided for things that are needed in that community.
0: That's amazing. And I know that you will do it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's funny because earlier today, I was like, she's going to have to come up this way. Or she's going to <laughs> she gonna have to get a store or something up here. Because let me tell you something. Red velvet cheesecake. Girl. (laughs) I couldn't even get that thing home. All right? I was all in the car. Look, ain't took no time for no fork, nothing. All right? When I got out the car, I had, and don't y'all judge me, okay? Because I had cheesecake a little bit. I did clean it off on the steering wheel because I was (laughs) oh my gosh every single person that has had your items say nothing but great things about it I was speaking to someone else and I was like yeah she's gonna come on for an interview they was like banana button <laughs> it's like it is just it's like you know everything that you touch in all honesty is blessed
1: don't make me blush
0: (laughs) (laughs) they kiss
1: (laughs) okay good 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 because my hair ain't looking right anyway (laughs) (laughs) but But it's 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 a blessing it's a blessing it's a blessing to be able to even you know put forth that energy and put forth and to translate that love even in food I think that, um, I mean, you've seen it. You've seen, and not to pat myself on the back or anything like that, but when we were serving, you know, the families, I've always wanted people to be served with dignity and grace. It doesn't matter if you're giving something to someone for free. You don't treat them like you're doing them a favor, right? And you, you, you always treat people, as I said earlier, the way that you want to be treated. So when I'm preparing, you know, these desserts and 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 breads, you know, my whole my whole thought process is, do I want to eat it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> does it look good? Not only does it taste good, does it look good, is it presented well? Right. You know, and, you know, I, I don't want to just, it's not about the bottom line, it's not just about dollars and cents, you know? Um, it really has to fulfill that purpose to provide sweets and love to the community, as my tagline says under the um, under the logo. Um, you know, really providing sweets and love to the community. You can go get cheesecake anywhere you can go Mm -hmm. get put you get whatever anywhere but it's it's not just what you do it's how you do it and I really want to you know put a piece of love in all of that and I want that to flow through the plans for the future I want every employee to exude that as well when the shop is open I want people to come in and, and just and just feel that vibe
0: you know yeah and i'm sure that they will i am sure that they will what word of advice would you offer another woman that you know is thinking like hey now now is my time and this is a two part for you because or two part question i should say um because we have women of faith right and mm-hmm. then you know there there are people That don't believe in the same thing that we believe in, but they still should have the opportunity, right, Mm -hmm. to fulfill their heart's desire. So if you could speak to both of
1: those situations. Right. So 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 I got to start with, with, you know, with the with saying it as a belief, because that's what I am. Right. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's, it's, it's first consulting God on all your moves. And if that, you know, whatever that means to you, if if I can say that, you know, to to just consult the universe, whatever it is that you feel mm-hmm. so that you're not acting with selfish motives you know, to, 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 to know that you need, you need God in your every movement. And I I really believe that, um, if you, if you trust him in the process and I've, and I've prayed to him a lot, um, in very big moves in my life, when you, when I trust him in the process, it always turns out, you know, better than I thought yes. I could have or whatever I wanted, you know, secondly, I would, I would say that, um, it's important to, you know, to set your goals kind of like in increments. You know, we all have these end games. Like I, you know, I told you there's a, you know, short-term goal and there's a long-term goal. And we don't just all just come out the gate just flying. That's right. <laughs> you That's know, right. and not to get me wrong, because there are some people that are extremely successful overnight. And, you know, maybe they were discovered or maybe they, you know, maybe they met the right person, whatever that is. And that could be somebody, but the but the but the, the majority of us, uh-huh. Have to crawl before we walk. You know, when a baby comes out, that baby doesn't come out running. That baby comes out first. You gotta first learn how to pick your head up, right? The, baby's, right. the head is all wobbly. Then the baby gotta learn how to sit up. Then baby gotta learn how to stand up. That's right. <laughs> and That's then right. walk <clears throat> and then run. You know, and so just 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 taking those those, those steps, you know, and 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 celebrating small victories. Yes. And, you know, and and I, and I'm speaking to myself too because you know I have my days where I'm discouraged. Where I'm just like, oh, the cells weren't good this week or whatever. Right. But just knowing that, you know, you do have your end game in mind, but there are small victories along the way. Hey, what new customer did I reach today? Whatever they're, whatever they are trying to pursue, what new thing did I do, whatever it is, you know, there's always some small victories and you've always, you're always going to be, if you're trying to growing. Yes. In every, in every way. Also, I would say, especially at this age group, You have to expect some blowback. You have to expect people to um, not believe, you know, in your vision. And it's okay.
0: Because it's not their
1: vision. No. And you you shouldn't really tell your vision to everybody. That's right? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have some people that just, you know, they're just Debbie Downers and they just want to tell you, you know, some people are realistic and you should listen to advice that sounds realistic, especially if it's some, from someone that's been in the industry or game that's or whatever right. it is that you're trying to approach. But there are some people that, you know, they don't know whatever they're talking about, but they just want to present every possible pessimistic, mm-hmm. you know, out view. You need to stay away from them, people. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, stay away Bye. from them because, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes. So, because those people will definitely kind of, like, feed into, you know, your fears and things like that. And and it's it's really... People people think that, you know, hey, you know, when you when you're jumping out on faith or whatever the case is, or you're going out on a limb to change careers or or, or become an entrepreneur, or whatever it is that, you know, oh, it's you know, it's, it, you're kind of fearful at first. Listen, you're going to have fears along the along way along the way. So, so true. you need to bring your cheerleaders along with you. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be surprised, though, if some of those people that you thought were going to cheer you don't. Cheer. Ooh, That's right.
0: Say that again. Say don't be again. surprised <laughs> if your trail
1: leaders, you find them, if you look and they're they not in the cheering section mm-hmm. anymore. they sitting on the bleachers. Next thing you know, they in the nosebleed. Next thing you know, they're not even coming to the game. All right? So, so don't be surprised. Be prepared. Be prepared to rely on, you know, God and yourself. As much as possible because people people will let you down. Mm-hmm. You know, people will let you down. But if you if you, the old folks used to say, if you know what you, that you know that you know, if you yeah. know, <laughs> know that you know what you know, that you're that's walking, right. you know, the right path, and you know that this is something that God is destined for you to do, you have to really keep that as your as your backpack of fuel, you mm-hmm. know. And that's that is really what drives me every single day, knowing that I'm walking in my purpose. You know, my pastor preached a message one time and I I'll never forget that. He says, you know, people pursue happiness, you know, but, but it's different if you pursue purpose, if you pursue purpose, purpose, happiness will come. Right. Um, and I think that a lot of people pursue happiness and it's temporal. You know, they they, they have right. that happiness for a short period of period time of and time. then it goes mm-hmm. away and they're confused. But but if you if you're walking, as I said, if you know that, you know, that, you know, you're walking in a path that you're supposed to be. You're, you're you're following the footsteps that were laid out for you. It's not that it's going to be the easy the staples easy button, you know, but. You'll get there. You'll get to where you're supposed to be, you know, just continue to just, you know, um, believe in God and, you know, believe that he has you in the right path and, and he'll see you on the other side.
0: Wow, that is amazing. And you've really given us a lot of good stuff today. Uh, how would we be able to connect
1: with you Okay, so I, of course, am on several platforms. You know, <laughs> you become an entrepreneur, and in and, and, and this in this age group, we don't we don't really know social media as well as some of the girl. The, the millennials. You better say it, yes. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Lord, have mercy, Lord. Um, That's why I had to do this, girl.
0: Because I'm like, dude, what? <laughs>
1: Girl, I I did not have an Instagram before this business. I was barely keeping up with my Facebook, but my son, my new millennial son was like, you know, you got to be on Instagram, Mm -hmm. right? So I have my Instagram handle and that's she's S-H-I-S, it's plural, she's, cakes, the letter N, things. Um, on Gmail. I'm sorry. I'm not a Gmail. I'm sorry. On Instagram. Okay. And um, on Facebook is She's Cakes and Things. Um, I'm old fashioned. So I do have a, a number of people to call 862-505-1995. All right. <laughs> and if you go to my Instagram, I, I direct people to Instagram first. And, and it, it's a shadow uh, on my Facebook page as well. But um, you can click on the local line link in my bio and it will take you to the shop it would show you all the products that are available tells you a little bit of the backstory the website says coming soon she's cakes and things.com says coming soon hopefully one day I'll, I'll i'll get enough heads to to work on that <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah you can and also i just launched um uber eats so if you're in the area you can look up she's cakes and things um fridays through sundays i'm available and hopefully on doordash as well soon
0: nice yes that is the way to do it. Your hands is in it. And I am so glad you kind of making me, like I say, either you got to come up this way or I'm going to have to find me another place down there. But...
1: <laughs> I got you. I got you. Just let me know when when you come back down because I know you come down this way sometimes. <laughs> I do. I got you. I definitely got you. I do, yeah. I do. But but from your yeah, lips to guys ears, you know, hopefully, you know, the vision to have multiple locations will, you know, be, I'm hoping that within the next five years, I'll at least have this one location down pat with the, you know, with the beneficiary um nonprofit going so that I can go ahead and launch the next place. And I believe
0: that you will. And if there's anything that I can do to help you, don't hesitate.
1: You want to buy my chocolate? <laughs> <laughs> the worst. What,
0: What's his name from Martin? <laughs> brother, oh, no, that little one with the...
1: Oh, L- oh it's not Nose Kid. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you want to buy my chocolate? It's only $20. <laughs> I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't have any sense. Your listeners are going to be like, what in the fool girl (laughs) does she have up here?
0: (laughs) This is what it's about. It's about being authentic. And every time you and I talk is just like this. So to get on here and try to do something else, it wouldn't work. True it does not bad. work at all. <laughs> you know what I mean. And I just want to tell you that I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you so Ditto. much. This is the first of many. Whenever you have something going on, come back. Tell us yes, about ma'am. us. You know, uh, tell us about it. I should say, so we can definitely promote you in any way that we possibly can. All right.
1: I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I Love Thank you right back. You.
0: Love you too. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Unapologetic at 50. Together, we will learn how to maneuver life's challenges while being our authentic selves without regret. Remember to subscribe to Unapologetic at 50 to be notified of new episodes. Don't be salty with me if you are the last to know and never apologize for being the best version of you.